Hey friends, this is the New Mercies Fitness Podcast and I'm your host Debbie. If you're sick of diet culture, of looking in the mirror and only seeing imperfections, of being captive to lies that tell you that if you only change this part of your body then you'll finally be beautiful, then this is the place for you. Here we're all about saying goodbye to diet culture and hello to freedom. We talk about nourishing our bodies from the inside out by taking small steps toward wholeness and freedom. If that sounds refreshing to you, keep listening. I'm so glad you're here. All right, guys, I'm just going to jump right in here and tell you right off the bat what I'm going to suggest to you today. I want you to focus on your breakfast. Okay, we're talking about jumpstarting your nutrition. And I know, I know that this is so not what many of us want to be told, right? We're so tired of hearing how important breakfast is, right? (laughs) We've been hearing this for years, right? But I mean, it kind of is. It is important. I want you to really take inventory of your day yesterday, maybe even the few days before that if you have a better memory than I do, in which case I'm jealous because I don't even remember what I had yesterday for breakfast, but I do remember what I had this morning. So think about it. Okay, what did you eat for breakfast yesterday? And then think about the rest of your day, how those hours went. Did you feel yourself kind of being a little cranky, maybe a little sluggish? Maybe you were fighting a headache all day? This is often what happens to me personally when I don't make nourishing choices to start my day. So full disclaimer, so right now we have some extra people staying in our house. And their food preferences aren't necessarily always the same as ours. And that is 100% okay. I don't say that from a a judgmental place at all. But that means that there are often things like Pop-Tarts in the house, which is something that we don't often buy. I let the kids eat those like at the grandparents' house because it's something that they often have and it's like a special thing, you know, you know, those things that the grandparents have because then they can send the kids on their way all hyped up on sugar. (laughs) But it's not something that we regularly have in our house. Every once in a while, I'll let them pick a box out just for fun. Every once in a while. But it's super, super rare. And I'm really, like, not a huge Pop-Tart fan. It's not like I, like, grew up, like, loving Pop-Tarts. But here's the thing. But (laughs) if I see some of those, like, I don't know, it's like chocolate fudge or something like that. If I see, like, a chocolate-based one first thing in the morning... I'm not going to lie. I'm a little tempted to just go grab that instead of the taking the time to make myself like some eggs and veggies or some whole grain toast or something like that. So there were a couple of times I chose the Pop-Tarts. One time I grabbed a fruit-based one. Like, I don't know what it was, cherry or something. And I didn't even love it. I don't even know why I chose to eat it. I just wasn't listening to my body. I think I just wanted sugar. And so I had some coffee with it. And it had some kind of milk or cream or whatever, something dairy-based. And shortly thereafter, I was hungry and grumpy and jittery, and I had a headache. Why? Because it wasn't what my body really wanted, nor was it what it needed. I've learned that my body, personally, my body, doesn't do well with dairy products. Okay, now, which is a stinky thing, because I really like ice cream. (laughs) I've always really liked ice cream. And I like it until later when it doesn't like me. I didn't like dairy when I was a kid. Um, it, I mean, I liked it, but it didn't like me. I didn't drink milk, you know, those kinds of things. 
then it kind of got better and I was like all right found some freedom eat my ice cream but now I'm reverting back to kind of the same issues I end up feeling really bloated maybe a little sick and definitely more prone to headaches that's kind of the big one but that day I didn't really care apparently and I didn't have any maybe non-dairy alternatives or something for my coffee. I have no idea, but I wanted the coffee. So, you know, the rest of the day, I didn't make the best choices. It was a lot of carbs and sugar, and I just could not get myself back on track. My blood sugar levels were just out of control. And so I just kept going for the carbs and the sugar. Now, I know this about my own kids. I have four kids. When they eat a meal loaded with sugar and carbs first thing in the morning, with like very little to no protein. It's just a recipe for disaster. I also know that if they have a lot of like artificial dyes in their foods, they end up being like completely different crazy people. I haven't done a lot of research on this. I know other parents have said the same thing with food dyes. I, it feels like it's just like a who knows why situation. I'm sure there's a reason for it. <laughs> it's legitimately a thing for some of my kids in this household. So I try to avoid the fake dyes as much as possible for that reason. And I try to avoid sugar first thing in the morning, right? But I didn't really think of that for myself. Not, at least not on this day. So the next day, I realized, oh my goodness, that was a wreck. I'm going to make a different choice today. So the next day, I made myself a bagel from a brand. It's called Dave's Killer Bread. Oh my goodness, it's so good, guys. <laughs> Highly recommend it. They're loaded with protein, and they're so yummy. So what I did is I put one of those bagels in the toaster and I cooked up just a single egg. I grabbed a slice of provolone cheese and I cooked some spinach in the same pan and just made myself a nice little breakfast sandwich. I had some coffee with it, but I had some oat milk this time. This is something uh, in the last couple months that I've been doing that has been, made a really big difference for me. Um, and then I've included like a, a sugar alternative. It's actually from the company's Splenda. It's not actually Splenda though. I don't, I don't like that it's coming from the company, but it's like monk fruit with erythritol and it's really, really good. It's like a great sugar alternative. So for what it's worth, I had switched to that and I decided, okay, I'm going to make, take the time to like froth up some of this oat milk and put some of this in and it was good. Okay. I was totally satisfied until lunch guys. Like four to five hours later, I was totally okay. And I could actually probably have gone longer before eating lunch, but it was, you know, sometimes you have to eat within a certain window um, just because of how your day's going, right? I didn't have a headache. I didn't have any of those other yucky symptoms. I had made m much better choices for my breakfast, right? And then the rest of the day, I made healthier choices because my blood sugar was more stabilized. So I wasn't having like these intense cravings, these highs and lows, this roller coaster. I tell you all this because... Well, yes, I am a fan of breakfast in general. I really, really like breakfast. It's probably my favorite meal. I just like all the foods that are typically considered breakfast foods. I do like it, but it really is important that we're mindful what we nourish our bodies with when we're starting our days. It's just like when we choose to exercise first thing in the morning or when we choose to read scripture, we're setting off our day right it doesn't mean that we're bad or wrong if we don't do those things first thing in the morning, okay? It's, this isn't about rules. But we often do find that we have greater success when we're more intentional with how we're starting our day like that. Kind of gives us a little bit of a jump start to help us make better choices in all the other areas of our life, right? Think about when you intentionally sit with the Lord in the morning and you read your Bible and you spend some time in prayer. It 
hopefully will set your day off on a better foot, right? We, we're just in a better frame of mind. And so it's the same thing, um, but for our physical well-being. So your tip for jumpstarting your nutrition is to just really focus on your breakfast choices this week. I want you to make sure that you have a really good amount of protein. Ideally, I mean, everybody's a little different, so I'm just going to give you kind of a range. Like 15 to 20 grams would be really great. And having a little bit of fiber in there too would also be good, just a few grams at your meal. And if you know something doesn't jive with your body, just avoid it. So if you love your caffeine, but you know you're kind of a not nice person when you have it, I'm raising my hand, consider ditching it for half-calf or totally just decaf or trying something else for a day and see how you feel. Say no to dairy if it's unsettling for your stomach. Choose a less carb-heavy breakfast if you find yourself feeling kind of sluggish mid-morning. Just listen to your body and just give it what it needs. You want to start your day feeling really good, not hopping on the struggle bus trying to get off all day, right? So I want to hear from you. Once you try to focus more on your breakfast choices this week, I want you to send me an email or a DM on Instagram or Facebook, and I want you to let me know how it shifted things for you. What have you learned about your body? How has it affected maybe the rest of your day, the choices that you make, both with like how you nourish your body, but also with how you interact with others because it's all connected. So I really, really want to hear. So please send me a message and share with me. And if you're struggling to know what choices to make, send me a message. Let's just talk it out and figure out a solution that works for you. All right, next week is our last jumpstart week. We're going to talk about jumpstarting your journey. So I will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me.